Peace, beautiful souls. Thank you for joining me for another episode on the No Lost Soul Podcast. Today, I have some special guests with me, some dope, dope souls, big boss vibes, good vibes. And today, we will be discussing uh, boss ethics one-on-one and how to stay grounded in your moralities, your values, and your principles. So, the guests I have with me today... We all knew each other for a little hot minute, and I'm very proud to see how much they involved, how much they grew, and how they're um, just, you know, flourishing in their vision and flourishing in their talents and gifts. So um, I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves, and um, we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I am Gianni. I'm a artist from the Raleigh-Durham area. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Andrew Covington. I'm an entertainment lawyer, entrepreneur from Raleigh. So. <laughs> yeah, Raleigh, Raleigh heavy, heavy in the building. So we're going to get right into it. Um, well, Gianni, you didn't, you, he has a whole brand that is called Good Vibes. Right. How's, how's that going? What's, what's up with it's that? It's going good. We, we, we starting to transition into, um, right now we're transitioning into, we, when we started Good Vibes, it was more of like a... Uh, I was really tricking myself into a way of, of life because I didn't understand fully uh, what it meant. My grand, It was just something my grandmother used to say about energy and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So, but at that time, I wasn't all the way there mentally. So I would say it to kind of like, you know, they say you can trick your brain into believing. Right. So at that particular time, that's what I was doing. Um, and then as I teamed up with my partner, um, Zeus, we, we, we kind of transitioned into something that could be more... Uh, tangible so what we're doing now is uh msd which is more success daily mm, um like the good vibes is still like the foundation naturally you know you want to live in a good energy space but before any of that you know when you're out here operating and trying to do things you know not unfortunately not everybody uh has that same way of thinking so in order to navigate we say you know let's take it back let's just go more success daily um because i think that's something that everyone resonates with Absolutely. and you don't have to live up to an expectation of good vibes of like you know where people right. think we just smoke weed and we hippies or something. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like so right now we're in the transition of that um yeah that's dope yeah I, I like it I love yeah. it um alright so we gonna get deep into it um every guest that I'm gonna have on the show I ask them um you know with no lot so you helped me bring all this together too so I, that's why I had to join you I mean had to bring you on here but um no Lasso is about, you know, just staying true to yourself and never losing the truest parts of yourself. So, um, I, my ask on my guests, you know, share a time where you almost lost yourself, but you find yourself through the chaos. Mm. You, you, you go ahead on this. <laughs> I'm going to get you off. But damn, I guess I, um, shoot. <laughs> trying to see what I want to talk about. Yeah. I guess yeah, I, I'll, I'll go you. with, you know, um, my most recent, uh, situation that that took place in my life um where i was basically set up by somebody who um i did call a friend that was like in my circle or whatever and it was you know it was a life-threatening situation for me to where um i almost lost my life so after that it took a lot of like self-reflection and um kind of reevaluating a lot of stuff and sometimes when people go through like bad things like tragic occurrences or whatever they tend to lose their soul or like change up situations like that like 
I'll give you an example. When I was younger, I had a situation where same thing. I was set up. I was involved in like a robbery and I kind of lost myself. I After that, I thought, you know, this is what you're supposed to do, you know, when people aren't moving the right way. And it kind of took me waking up to learn, like, you can't let things uh, change who you are as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, everybody, you have some type of heart or some type of, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a black heart or, you know, a pure heart. And um, sometimes I feel like we let, you know, things that we go through change us. And, like, you can, you can lose your soul that way. But for me, I had to really evaluate why things were happening to me the way they were. And I had to just basically figure out what I had to do to... Um, kind of move differently and be able to still be who I am and not let, you know, going through something bad change my life um, for the worse, you know what I'm saying? Right. So instead, turn it into like a learning situation where I can grow and, um, you know, take the good from the bad and, and keep moving on. So, um, so basically, like, you know, I didn't let deceit and, you know, unloyal people make me have that, you know, have that same type of um, vibe towards people that are close to me that look at me mm, the same way. Right. Cause, so. <clears throat> and allow it to, to mess up your trust. Right, right, right. right. That's, that's dope. And that's also dope, too, that um, you were able to step back and observe the situation versus, like, saying, why did it happen to me? You looked at it like, okay, well, why is, is it happening? What can I do different? Why was it presented in my reality in the first place? Um, and, you know, just having that observant point of view allows you to see the situation more clearly so that's dope what about you oh, can you ask the question one more time <laughs> i just want to answer it like i was so wrapped up in what he was saying right. was like, oh, man, yeah. um share a time where you almost lost yourself but found yourself through the chaos man there's so many right <laughs> so many right. it's never one you know what i'm saying Absolutely. it's so many like um i think i think uh man you know i had i had a lot of people i was close to at one time and these people ended up getting like 30 years, 30. Some of them got 30 years, some of them got 20 years, some of them got 10 years. It was like everybody around me, left and right, literally everybody around me. Um, right before them going into that space, I was getting real engulfed in, in some of the similar things and not really being as smart about it. So I think I, I lost myself in that. You know, I, I'm one of those people that if I'm around someone that has a strong personality, or I was, that I would adapt certain characteristics from them. You right. know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I think naturally as people, we want to, like, if you have something dope about you, I want to gravitate towards that. If you have right. something, so it's like a, it's like a, a collective. Um, that would be one of the biggest things. And then I, about two years ago, um, I lost a big, big sum of money. Um, and... I found myself putting so much into finances at that time that I felt like it was gonna be the end of everything that I had created, not knowing that it was like one of the biggest like blessings to ever like happen to me. The beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I think also with these type of situations, I think it's like perspective. Um, if we change our perspective on things, like he said, like it's kinda like I didn't take it as like, dang, like you could have went into a very dark, depressing space. Mm. Not saying that maybe you didn't when it first happened, because you do. Right. Um, but just to come out of it and to see like to change the perspective on on life, I think that that's big. Shows you like you got the control over, you know, your yeah. destiny. Right. And, and, right. And, and, and and nothing happens by chance. We called it we called it to us. We we asked something to Absolutely. show us that thing, you exactly. know. 
And when you know that responsibility, you'll you'll start taking more accountability for like everything that's presented in your reality versus playing the victim or or trying to um, not view the lesson and not really take it in from a mature uh, point of view, you know? So, yeah. Um, I've been there too, though. Just saying, look, when you lose a large sum of money, yeah. and then it's just like, oh my God, like. <laughs> yeah. I got everything. Sometimes you can't focus too much on the financial aspect of things that'll drive you crazy. Because I've right. definitely in life got caught up in that. And because of that, I've like strayed away from like family and stuff yeah. like that. And, and a lot of things that have happened in my life has shown me, like it has refocused me on what's really important. Like yeah. getting money and being successful is important, but you know what I'm saying? Right. If you, It's uh, not the foundation. Right, there you right. go. <laughs> yeah, it's like the yeah. step, you know, after the morals you don't have any of that going on, the people that really love you without that stuff, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's important. You That's feel a me? fact. So. What are some of the morals and principles and values in being a boss that you and being a boss or that you live by? I say, I say for me, uh, I think the basic human characteristics of honesty, integrity, um, keeping your word. Uh, and I also, I think a lot of it comes from knowing your position. I think that's, you can be a boss, you can be, you can be a janitor and be a boss. That's right. Like, you right. don't have to be the top that's not what a boss is. The right. boss is mastering your position or what you're good at. Absolutely. Because then, you you know, and I think it all comes back to the basic human. If you strip everything away from us, um, materials and all this other shit, and you just take us back to small things, characteristics of honesty, loyalty, integrity, uh, respect, respect. Uh, what what are some other ones that you can think of? You hit, you hit yeah, the heavy the ones. ones right? <laughs> uh, heavy those ones those things is like the 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 key, and I and we've witnessed people that have skipped past those things and they might do very well at one time and then yep. it doesn't it goes. It's not a long term winning, right? They didn't have a strong strong like foundation. That, yeah, the foundation has got to be set on like say honesty and integrity because right. I'd rather you be honest with me. More so than claiming being loyal to me, you right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you know that loyalty thing is 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 it's, it's a lot of characteristics that make up a loyal person. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> for me, like mm -hmm. honesty, like right. when it comes to like I got a lot of different businesses that I can't be necessarily hands on with, right? But people that deal with me know that, like, let's say um, you know it's it's something where I was overpaid for a service or something. I'm gonna let you know you overpaid me. You know what I'm saying? Just because I feel like uh, I don't feel like just for me to continue being blessed, I'm supposed to tell you that. But just I'm an honest person. I expect honesty to come back to me. So right. I feel like I gotta put that into the to the atmosphere for it to you know come back around to me. And not everybody's gonna be like that, but I rather take my chances of you know doing what I'm supposed to do and, and right. sticking to my morals mm -hmm. and not changing for anybody. So that you know, because then you always win in a situation, whether right. someone do something bad right. to you or not, you always won because you always always live by your truth. Right. The universe don't miss nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's times <laughs> in my past where I might have been around maybe, uh, you know, maybe like a larger amount of money, and maybe you know someone, you might they might not you might not think somebody notices something um, gone or something like that, but. The universe notices all that shit, dog. And you gonna have to pay regardless. And the funny thing is, like, people would be like, "Damn, you know, somebody might, somebody might steal thirty dollars from you." It's not a big deal. It's thirty dollars, but the intention 
is what is what. And the thing about it is this: they they can steal something and get hit by a bus tomorrow. And people are like, that doesn't equal you can't that that you can't measure it because intention is intention. Right. Exactly. Like you could you could yeah, shoot somebody and not kill them, but you were trying to kill exactly. them. Right. Right. So you were trying to that steal from me. You were trying to harm me. You were trying to to be uh the what's the word? Is not what's the word? Yeah. The the um. Yeah, defiant. De- yeah, yeah, defiant. Yeah. And, then, and then and then the universe presents you with something, and you might feel like it's not equal. I asked somebody one time. I said. What about people that, that are in jail that they didn't do that crime? And the lady said to me, she said, they might not have done that crime, but they did something that they're... No one is at where they're not supposed to be mm, at. Right. Absolutely. That, right. I definitely thought about that before. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. And then another one, like you said, I know you hit on respect. Respect is huge for me because I feel like um, no matter where you go, if you carry yourself... With a certain type of respect amongst respectful people, like it's gonna be whether you don't like me or, or you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, whatever, you gotta respect me, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that's 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 mm-hmm. big for me. Like right. it can't be you know, disrespect is just I don't think nobody likes to be disrespectful. Right. It, right. Autom- right. it automatically puts a bad vibe out there, bad energy out there, so that's that's huge for me. Respect yeah. like <laughs> We well, don't gotta be friends. I like that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm respect. big on karma too. Like yeah. I, I feel anything you put out always get returned to you. So it's like yeah, yeah. You want respect? You put out the respect. You can't ask for nothing that you're not given. And that's a big one on me too. Uh, respect. Um, Cause it takes a you have to first of all you have to respect yourself and we don't know that took a long time <laughs> to for come. All but, but for all of us, yeah, for all of for us, all of us. Gotta gotta yeah, gotta, for all of us. That's not like a. That's an everybody thing. Yeah. You know how you hear what they say, treat the treat the janitor like the CEO or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. you right. never know. You might be it's been times in my life where I'm really respectful to people that somebody else might, you know, have jokes about or look down on because of whatever their job is or whatever. And then they may be somebody that not necessarily saved my life, but you never know, they might have, you know, somehow the way the universe works, just being respectful to that person, they may become beneficial to you in your life at somehow, you know, some way. And I'm not saying that's the only reason to respect them, it's just you never know how the universe works. That janitor might, you know what I'm saying? You might be running from somebody shooting at you, they might open the door and let you in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you never know. (laughs) Too, you don't know um, what people rank in, like, the spiritual world. Like, Mm. People could be out here as a janitor, but you don't know their rank in the spiritual world. So it's like treat everybody mm-hmm. with kindness and you never know who's coming in your in your path to present a test or to help you. So, you, you know, just treat everybody with love and respect and how you would really want to be treated. And also piggybacking on what you said um, about you can be a uh, what, what did you say? You can be a boss. And not have to be at the top position. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just like how you can be rich, but with no prized possessions that are worthy of money, it's the same mentality that, you know, um, that janitor can be have a rich mindset while the rich man have a poor mindset. So, you know, rich, wealth, all of that, that comes from the, the mental, your health on how you are, mind, body, and spirit. So, um, yeah. What's yeah, that's real, though. <laughs> we, were just, we were just in Atlanta. We were talking to uh, Quan, Rich Homie about yeah. that. He was like, uh, you know, I, I never meant rich as in money. I meant rich as in spirit. Mm. And, and that was that was big for us. That I love that. Man. Wow, that's a whole I new perspective. Like, okay. Ever since I met Gianni, that's been one of the, like, 
biggest things um, that I love about their whole movement and, you know, him, like, I always tell you, like, your energy and, you know what I'm saying, like, spirituality and all of that. I don't get that from a lot of my other friends. And now I'm starting to notice, like, we can be associates and stuff like that, but friendship is about a give or take. It doesn't have to be doing something for me or, you know, some kind of monetary exchange, but... Even just, you know what I'm saying, being able to have a conversation and feeling that energy and, right. you know what I'm saying, that, that for me, that does a lot for me. Because I'll yeah. be around a lot of, like, I ain't going to say dark people, but yeah. people that I don't lost. think that they're, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. lost right. souls. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to get caught, <laughs> caught up, up in, in that because yeah. with you, sometimes when you're around, that'll, like, you know, it'll slip you into a depression. Or, oh, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, too, when true. you are on an enlightened path, too, um, you can be doing well. On all areas within internally, right? Um, these lower energies, they see you doing well. They go to the people to affect you. And then you that's why you may have some people turn on you. Or that's why mm-hmm. you may have right. some... If they can't get to you, they're going to get to the people around you. So that's mm-hmm. why it's always crucial to know who around you, know what energy you keep in and everything. Mm-hmm. So, so big on that. So so amazing. You can't be around me. It's no so more. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if the and I always right, say this. Right. You know, I always, tell, I always tell my friends. I always say, you know, like, I, I'm confident enough to be... Uh, a light in a dark space because I don't think you can I don't think you can do anything to me that if God don't have it once I started diving into this like spiritual stuff like I'm so interested in afterlife that it's nothing that I feel like could be you know like even with this Kobe thing you know today I was like damn that's terrible but then I'm like the way he went was terrible like but what he did while he was here was fucking amazing and then not to mention that it he may be in a better space. Nah, he's definitely in a better yeah, space. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's, there's no... It's it's for sure. It's for sure. But, like, what... I mean, kind of going up top. I mean, what do y'all think this 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 realm is? Because if you say in a better place, we always say you're going to a better place, and then it's like, so... What are people's I, perspective on what we're here ahead. on now? Go ahead. I look at, um, I look at it like, when I say a better place, um, sometimes you never know what people are dealing with every day in their life and like we talked about not saying this isn't Kobe specific but yeah. mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that are wealthy and have a terrible life I was talking mm-hmm. to one of my friends the other day he's a Russian dude multi-millionaire you can google him you know what I'm saying like and he was like keeping it real with me I never I've, every time I talk to him it's been like perfect life you feel me so mm-hmm. we've reached that point where we're close enough to where he you know he feels like he can let me into his life so He's telling me about the stuff he has going on with his family and things like that. And it's like, dang, you would think, because he's a, he had, you know, he got my dream house, my dream yeah. car, my, you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean anything. Like, you could still be, yeah. like, having, you know, you could still be upset or just going through a lot of different things to where, you know, money and materialistic stuff does not even matter. So mm-hmm. you never know, like, and I don't know what afterlife is about, but, you know, I would like to believe that you're somewhere where you're, Free of all of the, you know, the BS and, mm-hmm. you know, negative energy or, you yes. know, depression or whatever dark stuff that you were going through. You know, that's that's my ideal afterlife. Right, right. <laughs> right. That's right. I think I think that I think that the, the next dimension uh, is it consists of like things that we can possess while we're here, but we we limit them off of other people. In the sense of, like, fear is not a real thing. It's not an actual thing. Mm-hmm. It's something that's created. The word, like, humble, it's not, it's not a real thing. Like, so if you notice, like, the people that really win in life, their confidence, the reason they win is because of confidence. And confidence is God-like. Mm-hmm. Like, so people like the baby, I'll give you a good example. Like, 
so much stuff has happened to him. It's not he stopping. keeps winning. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. he's just confident. Nobody not, ever not said a, it was going to be easy. It's not, yeah, it's not about saying I'm better than you or I'm better than you, but I'm the best me. Right. And this, this is what it looked like. You not know really what I'm saying? When you're really on point, you, yeah, can't <laughs> nothing stop it but God. Right, right. And right. so the next dimension, I believe, um, I think is beautiful. I think there's probably colors and things that we haven't seen. I think it's sounds that we haven't seen. I think it's, I think it's, it's everything is just, I don't think what of comfort. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the things like everything we, that's here, we actually have it here. But we've created all the negative indentation here. Mm-hmm. We fucked this up. It wasn't. But in the next go around, we won't have body. So right. we don't have the opportunity to, you get what I'm saying? Or to judge. Yeah, to do all like the shit that, that yeah. you know, because that spirit, we're all pure, dog. Everybody's pure. But right. when you come Before into a space like it. this and you're in these environments, you have to adapt, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, a pig, a pig is a pig. Right until you put it in the wild, and then it changes. It grows uh, tusks. It the hair grows long. And then oh, it turns into a boar. Oh, wow, oh, yeah, boar. <laughs> Based on the environment. Mm, right. So that's crazy. Think about it, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Adapt. Yeah. <laughs> and and we move off our trauma. We lead from trauma. Right. Right. Um. So with with everything talking about how the her mind is powerful, um, how did you use? your mind to transform your life to where you're at right now? Um, well, for me, um, you know, the, the mind is so powerful. So what I do, like a lot of the stuff that I've been through that would typically break um, certain people that, you know, aren't strong enough to get through things, I just use it to empower me to go harder. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the, you know, anytime I felt like, uh, somebody thought I wasn't good enough or I thought that, you know, somebody, any type of, you know, judgmental type of stuff that was supposed to set me back, I just use that as, like, the fuel for the fire to keep going and, you know, rise above all of that. For me, that's that's my biggest motivation is, is being able to overcome um, the things that, you know, are set to to stop us, you know, to be roadblocks and hurdles and obstacles. I, like, I live for that. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be easy. You right. know what I'm saying? So if it's too easy, I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm like, right. why is it so easy? Wow. Something like, right. I yeah. feel like, oh, this ain't something. You know That's what I'm real. saying? That's like, so yeah. that kind of stuff doesn't, I just look at it like, all right, we're going to roll with the punches and we're going to figure out how to, how to go even harder. Because if you, life is about experience. If you mm. haven't experienced anything, then... Your spirit wants experience. You know what that's I'm saying? What I don't know how yeah, you... Exactly, yeah, that's like, the whole purpose yeah. of life. You're not going to learn if you haven't experienced stuff. So, and learning is, you know, that's that's number one for me in life with everything. That's amazing. So, yeah. yeah <clears throat> I think, I think I, for me, like, I started to, uh, I started to read a little more and I started to realize that the conscious is like... The conscious is, is not as powerful as you think as much as, like, the subconscious. Mm. And so yes. so I started to pay attention to my subconscious. Like, and he was with me through a lot of, like, the transition. And he'd seen me go through a lot of, the, like, when it was, like, starting to get dark. And then it was starting to, like, it was my, su- I had to clean up my subconscious. And it would be, like, the things I watch, the things I drink, the God. things I, like, it's like a. Cause, Everything cause, you cause, yeah, because I, I didn't realize, and luckily, like, I got blessed to meet someone who was, like, really in tune with the spiritual thing, and she just, she kind of coached me through the whole thing, you know, and, I, and everything she told me to do, whether it was, like, girlfriends, or she told me what to do, and I listened, and it, it started to work, 
And it was from, you know, not realizing that, you know, oh, I attracted this person because of this trauma in my life and I led with this. Okay, so how do I clean this up? What do I need to do? Okay, and then I do this because of this. So I overcompensate in this area because of this. I say these type of things because of this. And once I started to connect the dots, I was like, oh, shit, I got some real problems. I have to figure out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got some real fucking That's shit. Good. I got to work on. I said that last year. I said, oh, shit, when you realize you're the toxic one. Yeah, you know, we're here trying yeah, to get rid of yeah, toxic yeah. Cause stuff. Because it's easy to be like, yo, you, you always right, doing it. But, sure, right. but really, like, that person is a mirror the reflection of exactly. you. Some people never notice, like, they can't self-reflect and be like, yo, I need to fix this. So I need sad. to do this. Right. This is me. Like, right. And that was big for me, too. Anytime it's a situation, I always think of it in two different ways. I think of it, you know, on my side of things, and I think about it from somebody else's perspective. Absolutely. I think it's really hard to for certain people to really look at it from somebody else's perspective, especially when you, you like, Believe think you right or know you right, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I still like to think of both sides or how this person might have been feeling, why they did this or did that, yeah. you know, just Thanks, to evaluate right. it and understand it. I- myself <laughs> yeah i think that cleaning up the i when i went to greece i got this tattoo called uh ethos pathos logos and it means from the inside out right like clean yourself from the inside out. once i started like believe it or not we joke about this shit all the time like I, once i started like getting that shit together like everything about everything about me changed my skin started looking better. Mm-hmm. My hair started goddamn mm-hmm. coming back in. <laughs> I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, it, for real? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah. realize, like, oh, it was me the whole time. <laughs> like, it's some crazy shit, though. Like, so when people be like, no, that ain't. I'm like, bro, listen, let me tell you some shit. If anybody can tell you, I, can, I feel like a 90-year-old fucking man. Right. <laughs> for real. So wild, right? Oh, so. What? <laughs> <laughs> Experience with that. Um, sure. Yeah, you get a whole different glow when you're in alignment with who you really are and you take off all those layers that mm-hmm. you try to keep and all mm-hmm. those facades you try to hide mm-hmm. behind. And when you really break through, mm-hmm. it's the best reward ever. And then you almost, you'll ask yourself, like, why didn't I do it sooner? Right. Why mm-hmm. have I been betraying my full potential and betraying my, my, my best version of myself to be settled in this temporary life? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> My biggest thing now is I just try to focus on my life. Like, I feel like now with social media and all this stuff, now it's like all people do is compare and think about other people's lives. Right. You lose focus of your own Mm -hmm. life and your own destiny. It's going to be a lot of depressed 40 year olds. For sure. This generation, I'm. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a lot of depressed 40 year olds. For real, though. And it's not. yeah, it's just it's just crazy, and it, you know we in a we in, we have we in a generation where, especially y'all was born in the eighties, right? Eighty nine, yeah. See, I was ninety. Yeah. Ninety. Really? What's that to you? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> Pisces. That's like we joke all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not in my feelings, Jane. Be like, come on, I'm a Pisces too. Yeah, I, 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 know, I know it's so with you. Yeah, always in y'all. That's that's. I can tell. I'm like, always in You and your Pisces shit right there, like. All Pisces be different, though. I can definitely yeah. say but that. But a lot of similarities with emotions. Like yeah. Emotions. Y'all are all emotions, but emotion. how y'all deal with the emotion yeah, facts, is different. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying, though, about the... Um... You was talking about the, the generation. Oh, yeah. You were talking about the 80s. You mentioned the 80s. How we're in a, we're in a cool time period because, like, we got to experience... We got to witness 
a lot of generational the shifts. The yeah, yeah, the transitions and everything. So it's technology like to technology yeah. to, to the you, music, yeah. to like everything. Like, what year were you born? Ninety three. So yeah, so you still in that era? So you know, we got to go from like seeing like a house phone. Right. Like seeing a cord on the okay. phone and then seeing like the then you got oh, the digital we house got the the, the, oh, yeah. the joint where it slides up now oh, right, right, right. and the car cell and then the car cell phone. <laughs> yo, cell phone. You couldn't send an email and be on the house phone. Right. What? Right. Or One or the other. Like my pops had a pager. Or before before GPS. My pops had the pager. Oh, you got the maps. My pops had yo. You gotta go up here. You gotta bust a left. If you hit the no, stop sign, you went a little too far. Actually, in the car, yeah. my father had Mad Max, and I'd be yeah. like, Yo. and I've really seen him pull the joint out. Like, yeah, like damn, hold on, that's over so here. Right. Look at that, like, my parents had really hard. They had, to, they was real gangster. And we thought MapQuest was something. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Printed out. I forgot about that. Oh shit! You like go point seven miles? Hey, I forgot about that. Yeah, we're really in the era. That's Man. that's dope though. We really got to witness. <laughs> I love I love him. I love my yeah, <laughs> I don't I wouldn't check this. Okay, so let's see. Um right, so what's the importance of moving with the purpose and a message? Oh, let me piggyback too, because I learned from you to do that. Um, oh. um a lot of you know, our, our energy is our true currency. So mm. if you constantly, constantly giving out your currency to things that aren't going to um, fulfill you back, repay you back with the same plus more, mm. then you have to question it. So yeah. That, yeah. moving with a purpose is like on my mind every day now because I never Absolutely. noticed like until I got shot and went through that whole situation, I did not know what my purpose was Seven in life and, and I'm still trying to figure it out right yeah. so like I was sitting there in the hospital bed thinking to myself like so before this if you would have asked me what my purpose was I probably would have said something stupid like to get money be successful like you know what I'm saying yeah. like cause that's all I used to really think about and then I had to think like why did God keep me here I know a lot of people that died mm. you know in the past year or whatever whatever similar situations to mine it just made me really think like I must really have a purpose here because somehow I was fortunate enough, not somehow, but you know, God kept me here. I was fortunate enough to stay here. So it's definitely a reason why he kept me here. And I definitely need to figure that out so I can fulfill that because, you know, I'm like, it just, it really dawned on me. Like, yo, you've never really, really, really thought about what your purpose is. Like, even with being a lawyer, I want to help people and stuff like that. There's purpose in that, but I still feel like I have some higher purpose even beyond that. Like, You know, so for me, that's a spiritual thing I'm dealing with every day. I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm praying like, what what's my purpose? What's my, you know, what's what's your will for me? What am I supposed to be doing? Because, yeah. you know, I, I know a lot of people that didn't make it, and that for me is like crazy. Right. You here like, for a reason. Yeah, you know. So. What would you um What would you do every day that would bring fulfillment and joy without you getting paid? Um. So. It used to be, like, music for me until, you know, I, I like, I dealt with funny stuff in the industry, and I kind of lost my love for music. Okay. So, like, after that, that's kind of where I I went through, like, a dark space in life because I didn't really know what made me happy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it was like, because I've always been, I was in band in school, like, you know what I'm saying? I did band, jazz band, all of that. I've always loved music so much until I saw 
the dark side of music and I and people tried to do me crazy and I was like I gotta deal with this you know what I'm saying like, this is wild like it took away the passion for music for me so still now I like listening to music even though a lot of the music these days isn't really therapeutic type music you know so like I I listen to a lot of older type music but um I like spending you know I spend a lot of time by myself so sometimes Riding in the car silent thinking is mm-hmm. therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Riding motorcycles is big for me. I can clear my mind. Like, if I, I could be pissed off, I'd go hop on my bike, dirt bike, whatever, go ride around for a little while, come back, clear mind. I'm feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel, re, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, rejuvenated after that because I was able to actually clear my mind because my, like, he was saying about subconsciousness. Like, I feel like, Sometimes I can't control that. Like, sometimes I lay in the bed and my mind just wanders and wanders and wanders at night and I can't, like, shut it off. That's, like, the subconscious. And sometimes I'm asleep and I could feel myself thinking about stuff mm-hmm. while I'm asleep. I feel like I can't control that stuff. So things that can just completely, like, stop me. Because sometimes I think too much. So sometimes things that can just completely clear my mind, that's, like, for me, that's that's a vibe. Because I'm just, I feel like, all right, all that is off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, refreshed and now I can think clearly when I do want to think. Right. <laughs> I'm not cluttered up. Right. So, <clears throat> so yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. What, do you what do you do to clear your, I mean, you know, something that's not bringing money to you, but it's, it's, it's therapeutic and, and. it Like, we just now starting to make money off of music. Right. If I, if I wasn't, I, I would still be doing that. Like, I, it's my, it's, it, you know, it's what I love to do. I think, my purpose is for sure, like, I'm super confident in knowing that my purpose is, like, to affect people mm-hmm. and to be able to, like, nip to that line where it's, like, we connect at the bottom like the letter V. And that, for me, is, like, to connect that people where their darkness is, like, to say, like, mm-hmm. dog, anything you want to do. Like, I was the shortest in, in football. I mean, I was the smallest in football. I was the shortest in basketball. I, I was the I was Persian. I wasn't supposed to be in the hood. I wasn't. I did all these things right. that you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't. And I did it every time, bro. Mm-hmm. So I am here to be like a vessel to tell people, bro. Whatever it is you want to do, like whatever it is, if you really dedicate your mind to this shit, like you can do it, and you're gonna do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I from like as far and as far as like the subconscious. Part, I think it's like you, you gotta have something like to resort back to. For me, it's like reading. I got this book, this guy named Yogananda. He was like one of the most amazing yogas in history. Um, and and I think I, we travel and you, you've seen me with this book before, right? The How to Be a Success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes, bro, when I'm stressed, I open a book to whatever page and it just naturally, God always speaks to me through, through, through it. And then I'm able to just like, be optimistic for the fact that I know that, I, like, looking at where I am now is just off my mind. So where I'm going to go, where I'm not, where, I, where I'm, if I'm not as far as I want to be yet, is because I'm tricking myself. Mm. So I'd be like, no, 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 chill right. out. That's not, don't even, I used to doubt it. Now I don't even doubt this shit no more. I know it's coming exactly how I want it to exactly. come. Exactly, yeah. It's coming exactly how I want it to come. It's like, word though, I'm moving with a whole different confidence because it comes from the knowledge. When you have the knowledge, true knowledge of yourself and what you hear and what you hear to do and your purpose, you're going to move different. You, everything is going to move for you. Shit going to move for you. I feel that because I've yeah. definitely been along with your journey of figuring that out because yeah. it was like, for a second, it's like, 
match the gas. Let's let's get this music thing, you know what I'm right. saying, to the top right off the bat. But that might not be your route. You right. you got your own route, right. and it's what's gonna make you happy. And, right. You know what I'm saying on your time. You're not pressed to be. You know what I'm saying. I thought I was spotlight right, right now. You know what I'm saying. Right. The, and then it's crazy because like like I was saying, our generation doesn't really have therapeutic therapeutic music like. My favorite rappers and stuff like that, they, they're talking about stuff that I can relate to. So, like, when you did that song, you you know what I'm saying? You dropped that line. I already knew you was talking about me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But it was crazy because I'm like, I'm like, yo, that's what's up. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just, just everything. And how I you think, put it all together, it was like, for me, it was therapeutic. Like, because, you know, I, I was going through I want right people there, to like. be able to, <laughs> I want people, you know what I like about Janae? I like, I like, you know, when you get out of the shower, right? It's two times of the day that that is like God is with you, like super with you. In the morning time when you're by yourself, and it's quiet. Mm-hmm. You get in the shower, you got time to just lay there. And then at night, once everything is off, that's really when I want to connect with people. Like in a, with Janae, I used to be like, damn, all her stuff sounds the same. But it's beautiful because she found her niche. It's niche. Yeah. It ain't about getting everybody. It's about mm-hmm. I need yeah. my people. Mm-hmm. If I can only if yeah. my people in the world, whatever my people looks like, if it's a thousand people, let me get all of them. Right. And let me get the people that's not them. I don't want them. Because right. these thousand people, they'll make sure that I'm financially stable to be able to give off the message. Right. They'll pay a hundred dollars mm-hmm. to see me if I'm at my full potential to give the message. They 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 they're gonna be there for that. And it's a different type of like it's for me. I look at it like real and commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta pick pick your poison. If you if you Facts. if you want to deal with that, that commercial life's gonna come with a lot of fake love and a lot of. And when have we ever know, seen in any game somebody go there and then not have like a? Yeah. Some kind of when have we never? We've seen. We like the respect it's, like it's the, designed. Like the yeah. <laughs> you're not it's designed to stay all the way yeah. on top. You got it. But the type of path you're taking, you're gonna stay on top with. Like you said, if it's a thousand people. They're gonna always, you know, rock right. with you. Like it's certain artists that I'll never like. It's not like I'm gonna ever stop listening to them because yeah. I'm logged into what they talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You can't go up and down with me because yeah. you all the way you always consistent with what you're what doing. What you're saying. So, yeah. And like, your actions match your words. Right, right. So <laughs> strong. Right. Um, I was gonna piggyback off of um the music. Like you said, the music is literally programming our subconscious mind to do all this shit that we it's it's it gets deep <laughs> behind the, right. behind the words behind the the frequencies in the music right. like it's all uh, it's all programming and it's the whole agenda behind it so my thing i want to use the whole agenda and reverse it and use it for good put healing frequencies in the music and actually take what, what what's my gift that's what I've been gifted with and use it for my purpose and switching perspective on the dream because I was thinking I had to give up my music dream because, oh, I don't want to go into the devil's playground and the devil's energy, blah, blah, blah. But me shifting the perspective alignment basically just brought everything together, got the purpose into the music, and then it's like everything is aligning now. So it's like having that purpose behind why I'm doing and why I'm wanting and why... I don't like to say I'm chasing anything now. I'm, I'm aligning to my dream. So, um, yeah, that's important. The subconscious mind and how, how we move into everything. Um, I definitely relate to that. <laughs> okay, so, um, all right. How has faith played a role in your current success? Oh, with me, um, I feel like, you know, with life, you're going to have to make, like, sacrifices, you feel me? So... 
before I went to uh, law school, like, everything used to be on my time. Like, I do, you know, I wake up when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. I do, everything was on my time. I didn't have to, you know, um, be on anybody type of schedule or nothing like that. So I made a sacrifice when I went to law school because everything became on law school's time, right? Mm-hmm. So during law school, like, I kind of, you know, my faith was my faith was really tested because this was, like, the hardest thing I've done in my life. Like, I've done, I, you know, I've done music. I've played sports. I've done all kind of different stuff. And I was, like, straight at all of it. I was never, like, terrible at anything. So for me, this was the first thing that was, like, Yo, this shit is hard. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's mad pressure. Like, your first year in law school, they dropped the bottom, I think, 10% of the class or 5% of the class, no matter what. So, like, everybody could have, let's say everybody got A's and then the bottom bottom 5% got B's. You get kicked out even though you got a B. You know what I'm saying? So, that's a lot of pressure. So, like, I had to really have faith. And, like, even before I went to law school, I was thinking before that, I really thought that everything that I accomplished was because of me. I thought, like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. This is me. I, da, 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 da. Trying to get into law school, I thought it was me based on me studying, me this. But when I, like, really, like, turned it over and put it in God's hand and, like, trusted, mm-hmm. you know, and had faith, I got accepted into law mm-hmm. school. Then when I was in law school... Like I said, I went through times where I was like, yo, this shit is hard. I don't know how I'm going to make it. You know what I'm saying? I was supposed to read 100 pages tonight. I don't even like reading this shit. Like, it was just rough. But seeing people fail out, the people that I thought was going to be valedictorians and shit like that, giving our graduation commencement speech, they done, you know, dropped out and stuff because of pressure. I'm talking, they killing in school, though. You would never even think that they are going through whatever, whatever. But, um, so... For me, uh, law school definitely tested my faith, and I had to, you know, stay strong and just remember that, um, you know, it's a higher power and force with me, getting me through this, that brought me here. Because mm-hmm. on my own, I, I wouldn't be able to, you know what I'm saying, do that. So, mm-hmm. like, I really had to keep my faith up, because that, that was probably, it's probably the toughest thing I had to do um, in life. And then taking the bar exam was, like, crazy. I still mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, I ain't gonna say I don't know it was God, but when I look back at that, I'm like... Dog, like, it's people in school that had better grades than me, mm. that, you know what I'm saying, was was well-spoken. Like, I never would have thought, and they just still haven't passed the bar, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I graduated in 2017, December, you feel me? And they still, like, somebody called me the other day, like, yo, you uh, asking me questions, and I'm thinking, like, you the, you sit right beside me in class, like, why are you asking me? Like, you know nah. it just as well as I do. Nah. Even though you didn't pass the bar, I know you know it, you feel yeah. me? But that really was... um. It really taught me a lot about faith going through law school because I know I couldn't do that on my own like that. It was ridiculous. And then somebody like me wasn't really... Like, when I got to law school, I know everybody was looking at me like, who is this nigga like? You know what I'm saying? What the hell is he doing here type shit? So that was another effect. Like, that also gave me the drive to just, you know... Make sure I handle my business and do what I gotta do. I defeat the that. odds, yeah, yo. Right. I don't really this is really the, t- this the toughest thing shit. I did in life, dog. Like, and it How took a sacrifice because yourself? I ain't really, you know what I'm saying? I was kind of straight. You feel me? Like, I, life was all right. I do everything on my time. Like, yeah. it was cool, but I was like, nah, I got, I got, that's, I got to do that, something different. That's a major, that's strong. Yeah. That's really strong, dog. <laughs> no, for real. I did. That's a big accomplishment. A year and a half. And I yeah, school to, period is just it's not for me I'm yeah sure. I mean it's yeah. like I have I went all the way through all the levels of school but when I look back at it it's like school is definitely um 
it is uh it, it could be better for sure you know what i'm saying yeah. but it, to me it, it's it's a money scheme you know yeah. what i'm saying oh, anything sure. you go to school a lot of people graduate don't have jobs yeah. i got plenty of classmates that are making fifty thousand dollars sixty thousand dollars a year got two hundred thousand dollars in debt done slave through law school went through depression all kind of craziness you know what i'm Just saying like and see the thing about law school yeah. is they they mess they really mess with you like on purpose like your teacher might be what's today saturday it might have been thursday your teacher like oh uh throw something on you on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? I've had exams on Saturday. What? Like, they literally mess with you. One teacher might have might have signed a crazy paper, right? Another teacher might have heard about it, and they might have signed something the next day just so they know that you, like, this weekend, you it's over for you. You feel me? Like, they want to see who going to rise up and, you know, mm-hmm. rise really to the, the occasion. So mm-hmm. I just took all of that and flipped it in my mind and made it to where, like, I'm looking at it like, all right, I'm being tested these different ways, and this is going to give me this type of characteristic in life, aside from the law and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. It's teaching me how to just handle business. Right, when I, when they right. throw it at me, I'm going to handle it. So right. I took like that from that. But yeah, my faith was definitely tested you know, so in law school. Oh, oh I'm going to say this last thing. This <laughs> Law school is set up to be harder than it's supposed to be, right? So a lot of times in class, the whole class might fail the test, right? But the way the curve works we actually have passing scores. Like, so I might have really got a 65 on the test, but because of the way the curve works, I really got a B. But it's like, why would you make something so hard to where it's really impossible? Like, the smartest person in class, if I got a 65, the smartest person might have got a 78, you know what I'm saying? Which is still not that great. It was a C or something like that. But it's like, why is it designed to be this hard to where you're actually failing, but you're really passing? It sounds crazy, right? Yeah. I swear on everything, you know? I swear on everything. That's how it used to be. Like, we, I literally had my score be a 65, but I got a B, you know what I'm saying? Just because everybody was in between, like, 78 and 60 or some you know whatever you know what i'm saying that's not the right scale so but no everybody got like an a already not weird. on no real like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. not on no real test maybe mm-hmm. like on some little bs class assignment but not on no real exam mm-hmm. all the exams was designed to be hard as shit and to just stress you the hell out and you they know see how you that. perform so but it does make other stuff Jeez. easier later on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's just like, why is it designed like, like that? So, so it's like, for your faith, you got to be a strong person to go through that because it, yeah. it really bothers you. Mm. you like, what the hell? I used, to, I used to get A's and B's and everything. <laughs> it's like the hard, um, The reward is better, though. It's like the harder the, yeah. the, the task, the task right. and the right. come up the and the, the more rewarding it is. Yeah. yeah. What about you? The question. It was about faith. <laughs> Yeah, how do you, uh, yeah, how has faith played a role in your current success? Uh, I got a whole song about that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fair>. Yeah, <laughs> I got a song for Rich Homie called Lost Faith. It's coming out. <laughs> that's 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 uh, Quick little promo. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, damn. Oh, man, like, faith. I don't want to give you no whack ass generic answer, so I'm really trying. And then when he talks, I'm not trying to think of what I'm saying. I'm really like, right, I'm trying to right, listen. That's why I be like, so now I'm like, oh shit, uh, faith. I don't know. It's obviously played some type of something. You know what I mean? Uh, I think faith is. I think faith is. Faith is knowing that there's something there for you if you're willing to put in the work for it. So I don't think that it's like a thing like, well, I have faith that this is going to work. Like, not if you don't work. 
That's real. Right. But I always have faith in myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think that the the thing, the faith, that thing is like from knowing that no matter what happens in life, I told my aunt today on the phone, no matter what happens in life, I, I could be stripped of everything. Give me enough time and I'll get back and I'll go even further because whatever I was stripped from, I wasn't appreciative at the time of when I had it or I wasn't, you know, we all, we all want to, we all want to go to the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, the highest point, right. rap, you know, right. but we don't realize like wh- how we performed last year. Like last year was like my, my high school days. My work ethic was like high school. No, last year was like high school going into college. Right, yeah, right, and then and then now it's not. It's like okay, if this is gonna work, my work ethic has to change. Like I can't go to the club. I gotta go to the studio. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not in a creative space to write, then I gotta go handle some type of business on this side of it because this is gonna work. Right. Like so, this is the faith I control. Um, so I think it's just about understanding, like, yo, you can ask for things and you can work towards it and you can get it. But once you get it in order to, to grow from that level or even sustain it, mm. you got to be on a crazy mental level as far as work ethic. The things that we did last year is not going to work this year. Right. And like, I, I'm willing to invest. OK, let me put this much money just to be like, OK, we're not doing that no more. Right. Let's, let's 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 go back to the board and let's do it strategically this time to where this shit makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense, like we was in Atlanta recently, and you was with us, yeah. we didn't. I, they after the thing, everyone was. T- Let's go to the club. I'm hey. like, I'm going back to. I'm the proud club. of us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, we going back. We went to the club. Ain't nothing wrong with you know that. What I'm saying? That's the whole vibe. And then, and then, yeah, and then, cause I mean, dog, like, unless you're in the club, like he he has a, a club. If you bringing people in, that's different. Yeah, Man, I, when I that just started. Yeah, going to the club regularly was like. You know what I've been doing in life? It's to call the action out of like what you're really doing. Like so mm. the club, you say, Oh, I'm going to club. What you're really saying is, Hey, do you want to go get dressed up so we can go stand in a building with our drink in our hand and hear loud music and look at everybody else with their drink in our hand? Mm. I can go sit at home and, that's and go. Wow. You see like all these they be like all these wow. people out celebrating um nothing, you yeah, <laughs> nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like because the best times when you go to the clubs, no, we go even worse than right. the no, we go, right. we go, we wake up in the morning like, damn, yeah, yeah like what I the know. fuck. The best time in the party universe really celebrating. And in the universe, what happens is you start getting your momentum, and then you, the universe like, then you go backwards. So it's like, yo, you finish one thing, all right, bet, let's go back to the crib, let's drop the plan for what we got to do next because we still got to do, and then. Like, even in that space, like, like I say, I always use this example, and it's just crazy that he died today. Kobe got drafted at 18. Right. You already know what I'm about to say. He got drafted at 18. Everyone was like, yo, we got drafted. We go to the NBA. Let's go out tonight. Cuz went to the gym and shot 10,000 shots. Mm. He said, we got to make this work. Bro, what? <laughs> we got to make this work. I don't know about it. Yo, what the fuck? Celebrate too early. Yeah. What? Yeah, what do we celebrate? But that. I think ultimately with faith, I think it goes hand in hand with, like you said, confidence and action. Because mm. you, know, you can't action. just have faith. That's, it's gonna right come that's what creates, that's yeah. it right there. The what creates yeah. faith is confidence and action. Mm. Yeah. I like no that. doubt. So speaking of that too, because y'all both touch on um, sacrifices. Um, what sacrifices did you have to make, both y'all have to make to build your vision for where you're at? Let me go first. Let me go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got you on this one. <laughs> Sheesh. I had the naturally I have two children. Uh and I have one on the way. But I have I two children. I have two children that live in a whole nother they live in an hour away from where I live, mm. right? So I go, I'm not with them every day, you know, so I got to go through the sacrifice of knowing that what I'm doing is for a bigger purpose and it's going to be worth it in the end to not, and even they believe it so much now. So they're like, nah, we understand, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. I had to sacrifice, um, you know, whether it's, th- that's my biggest sacrifice because those are my children, you understand? Like money and things like that is not a sacrifice. I think that's me investing into my dream and what I believe. So that's never a sacrifice. I had to sacrifice relationships. I had to sacrifice mm-hmm. uh, family members, being close with certain family members because it's considered a special relationship and special relationships don't make sense for me if, if, if you're not um, whole or trying to become whole and working towards progress, then I, I have to sacrifice it. You could be my mom or my father. Like, I got to get away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so sacrifice relationships. I sacrificed... Uh, Everything else is in a sacrifice, whether it's like not going to the club and that's not a sacrifice. That's a, me depositing it into my dream. So I would say right. for me, the biggest thing is just sacrificing, um, sacrificing my, my the time with my children, because I don't ever want them to look back and be like, like it has to work at this point. You know what I'm saying? Right. It because I don't, you know, you get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, there's there's no option. That the whole you know, going back. Yeah. That's it, right there. So yeah, anything outside of that, nothing else is a sacrifice but that. For me, I mean, time as well, like, um, like I said, I mean, I was kind of, I guess before, uh, like I said, before law school, I was probably very selfish with my time. Um, everything was on my time, you feel me? Like, even did, like dealing with females is on my time. Dealing with friends is on my time. Dealing with family is on my time. So, um, that was just the biggest thing that I've done in my life that really showed me, like, it's not on your time no more. You feel me? Like mm. you gonna you gonna read mm. this every night. You gonna write this paper. You're mm. not going to the club. You're not going on vacation. You're not. You know what I'm saying? Hanging out at the car shows or working on your car, doing all the little stuff that I like. I like to do that was just fun. That wasn't really progressing me in life though. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, uh, I like I said, I don't really look at that as a sacrifice neither because it, it it made me better. It, it's helped me to. Um, achieve something that I wanted but just like I said speaking from the selfish standpoint back then I didn't really understand it at first because I was used to just doing what I wanted to when mm-hmm. I wanted to like so for me it was like being so selfish I looked at it like dang this is really taking a lot for me to you know what I'm saying to yeah. change up and do this but the older me now sees like that wasn't a sacrifice that was an investment into your investment. future right. you know what I'm saying yeah. so, right um, yeah, and that's something yeah. you can always go back to. The, the thing about the like the, the lawyer thing is like you can always go back to that and be like, yo, if, if, if you get faced with something that has some type of um, hurdle in it, right? you could go back to that and be like, dog, I did this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I could do yeah. this, right. this shit, let me sit down and figure yeah. this out because this, this could be easy. Facts. <laughs> um, what, what about for you, sacrifice? What do you feel? Mm-hmm. I can definitely say uh, time, time too, time and really the one thing that keep popping up is like not that I had to sacrifice myself to get myself, but to like I had to sacrifice my knowing of who I thought I was and my pleasures and um, all of these attachments to the ideas and beliefs of who I thought I was to break from that 
because I knew that it was essentially holding me back. Um, I think that was a big, big one for me. I don't know if that's really a sacrifice though. Nah, I think you said because I was just thinking that in my head because I was like I was thinking about my life and like you know what I'm saying because we kind of grew up like both of us were like socialized, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like pretty popular. And then now I kind of look at we're both kind of real low key. You feel me, <laughs> like? And I know with me, like back then, like you know, growing up, like middle school. Yeah. I was throwing parties. I was doing this. I was doing that. I was always in the mix. I was playing football. I was always trying to be on the scene, whatever, whatever. Now, I could care less about any of that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it was like a certain transition in my life where I was like, yeah, all of this, like, socialite stuff, certain relationships, certain friends, all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to get to really where I want to be if mm-hmm. I keep just trying to be this person. Like you said, thinking about who you thought you was or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I was the same way. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be famous and all that kind of stuff. And then I really had to notice, like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't really want to be all no, that right. famous. <laughs> like, I was telling you the day I was, at the, I was looking at the Rock Nation brunch, right? And the, the pictures and shit. I was like, so I know. I was like, I said, you're not, but you know what's crazy? I was telling I was like, we'll, we'll go the first year that we get invited. I said, well, I, won't, I probably won't go after that. And he was like, yeah. I was like, watch. I'm going to be the motherfucker. He's like, yo, what's up with him? Why he be acting like him? Right. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I I, I'm not with, I be seeing it. It look cool. You know, it look cool to see all these people in the mix. But I think for what I'm going for, what I, like, my long-term goal, like, it ain't, it ain't even, it's not even going to be involved with that. Like, it's so much more different. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it's, it's just, cool. It's shit cool. I want to go and be like... You know, like, I like Jay, but I think I'm bigger than you. You know what I'm saying? I think you just got more paper than me. But I think I'm bigger than you. I think, I, I think I'm a better version than you. So I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, what's up, man? Nice to yo, Bless you. Nice to meet you. Niggas move to me. Nice. The invite next year. I'm like, I'm not going to that shit. Like, like, who you think you Sometimes those, those um, <laughs> events that are, like, kind of based on a who's who's type yeah, situation, yeah. Mm. I don't really care about yeah, that. Yeah, but, I mean, the thing, is, gonna... the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, in that world, it's like, the reason I respect certain artists that stay like below the radar, but they paper is they can, yeah. you know what I mean? Is because then you get to control it exactly how you want to control right. it. Right. You don't have to deal with the the little the iffy, extra, the, yeah, the iffy. Level. Like I'm not, I don't want to go nowhere where I'm like treated like a little homie. Don't nobody else do me like that. Like I don't know why do me like right. that. Like right. I don't want to go right. nowhere right. like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I might have ten million. And y'all got 1.3 billion and shit. I'm like, you know, salute, man. But I'm going to go back here in the drawing board and figure out how to get yeah. what the fuck y'all got. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. On your own. And come with knowing your, uh, knowing your worth, too. Yeah. And especially in this generation, we have so much clout chasing and stuff. People will be ready to just throw all their morals, principles, values out the window, out the for, window for a little second of clout. What I was going to say, I'm talking about the sacrifices that um, when you're talking about how you have to sacrifice who you, you know, your old version of yourself, your pleasures and et cetera. What I've been learning too, um, you know, we're just spiritual beings having a human experience. And like I said, you never know what rank someone is in, in the spiritual realm. And some of us are truly gods and, you know, God bodies in these, in these, in these bodies, in this vessel. And so when I say, referring back to the sacrifice, it's like once you step into, bliss, um, once you step into your power, your highest version of yourself is God, like, is God is like. So when you step into that power, you have to hold yourself in a certain way. And holding yourself in a certain way requires sacrificing things that you may have involved yourself in, in previously. And now with you taking 
your response now you honoring your role on what you're here to do and really taking responsibility of that you'll move different and those sacrifices will actually come easier but i've been learning that in the process of my life right now that is like you got to know your true power and then once you know your true power you got to move accordingly because when you're not moving accordingly to your true power you're betraying yourself you betraying god you betraying everything that is around you in your environment they're working for you so it's like you know tap into that, that power you, like you said you never know what somebody is spiritually cuz um like, I, I wouldn't do that with my parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, my parents, I, my dad definitely is big Christian, like, mm. and um, he always, you know, go to church every Sunday, you know, I and I don't go to church every Sunday, but I know, like, when my recent, I always tell him, like, you know, I'm spiritual, like, I, you know, I have, you got, you, you know, you know what I'm saying, what your relationship is with God, yeah. everybody doesn't necessarily have to know that. So um, that's like one of the things I kind of battle with with them, but I think they kind of understand it now um, with, you know, seeing the things that I went on in my life and knowing that, yeah, somebody, you know, it's, it's the higher power looking out for him for sure. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but before that, it was always like, I felt like I got that from my parents, like questioning my spirituality and stuff like that. Like, you don't know what, they, I, what I'm doing they, in my, on my own yeah. time or what mm. my relationship is with God. Or, you know what I'm saying? I, just because I don't call you and tell you about it every day. Like, feel me? That's my relationship with God. Somebody just said to me the other day, because I've never, um, I've never like fast. I've never done like fasting fast or anything like that. So I was talking to somebody about like the reasons why they do that. And it was like, you know, anytime I feel iffy about something, they were like, I don't go to social media and talk about it. I don't, you know, I may have one or two people that I can talk to that give me, you know, good advice or are good listeners. But there was like, keep your business between you and God. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was big for me because I was like, that's you true. know what? That's right. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? I was like, you you exactly right. Because you can't be, I feel like sometimes like, especially with religion, people get caught up with, you know, trying to be a super Christian or whatever religion you are and proving that to other people. You got you got to know within. You don't got to prove. Yeah, don't prove right. it to other people. Just know what you got going on. So right. I definitely That's, feel that. <laughs> you don't have to validate your truth to right to to others. Yeah. How we was talking about um, you know having a rich mindset too. How did you guys master overcoming your broke qualities and not you know not having just not money but just broke qualities? Well, one thing for me, like growing up. Um, like I said, I come, I come from a family. I got my mother and my father. Me, personally, I got half-brothers. and We all like half-brothers. But me, I was, you know, I guess fortunate enough to have my mother and my father in my um, life. And my mother is um, my mother is a hustler. Like, she's the go-getter, you feel me? And then my pops is a doctor. So I'm not going to act like I'm from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this is the thing, though. My parents, my pops is about to turn 70 years old, right? My pops, um, both of them come from, like, crazy poverty. You feel mm -hmm. me? So, the way we were raised, nothing was given to us. You feel me? Despite, I could care less what anybody thinks. You know what I'm saying? You think I'm a silver spoon baby, whatever. That's great, because I want my kids to be that way. So, you're mm -hmm. saying that like it's a bad thing. But for me, I was motivated so much to, um, you know, be successful and let go, like, broke tendencies because my parents always made me work for everything that I did. Um, like, everything. You feel me? And when they could have just given it to me. You know right, what I'm saying? That's yeah. the catch. You feel me? So, um, for me, it was like, it was always a motivation for me. Like, when I was, I'm in middle school, my pops had a Benz. I'm looking at it like, 
dang, I want a Benz. My pops like, well, you gonna have to work to get one. I'm about to give you my Benz. You know what I'm right. saying? So it was like I had to think about stuff that I did that that I was doing that was making me broke or you know what I'm saying? Like things that I was spending money on that didn't make sense, and I had to think about. Um, the future, like aside from materialistic stuff, like I'm one of those people where I will never spend money that will cripple me to where um, I can't survive, you know, in life. Like I'm not the type of dude that's going to go, I'm not going to go buy an expensive car and then be figuring out how I'm going to pay, you know, my <laughs> okay. rent or whatever, whatever. It. So it's like that. I don't think I've ever really had a, I can't remember exactly. I think somebody had said, um, what is it? Being poor is a mindset, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever had a poor mindset, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I've always been proactive. And it comes from being raised around, seeing mm-hmm. like my parents, mm-hmm. you know, doing their thing. And that's what made me want to go hard. I want it for myself. Like, I was just having a conversation with my parents the other day, and they were talking about, you know, when they pass away, you know, what would be left for us. And I'm like, that's always an ill conversation for me, because I'm like, I want that while y'all are here. I don't care about what's going to be left for me while y'all are gone. That's, That's not going to make me feel better about y'all being gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it kind of made me mad a little bit because it's like, you know, like, I don't care about that. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get this right now while y'all are still here. Like, my parents are older now, so it's crazy how now I'm in a position where I take care of my mother in certain aspects. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, that's that's new for me. You feel me? Some people have grown up taking care of their parents and stuff like that. You know, all the way up through. For me, it was once I reached the point in life to where I could do that. You feel me? So, um, it's a little different. I got a different type of motivation with me being able to see it, but it's not yours. Will definitely motivate you. Yeah. You know, aside from just not seeing yeah. it at all not or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. That was one of my biggest motivations to not have a broke, you know, mindset or poor mentality or whatever. Um, growing up, it was always like I gotta, I gotta go get it because my parents ain't. And I mean, if you if you look at my family, you'll you'll see like we're they're not the handout type of family. Like look at my siblings, my you know the family period. It's like my people's not just gonna give it to you because they work hard for it. They come from my dad was born in nineteen fifty. No black people were rich back then. You know what I'm saying? His his parents were both dead by the time he was twenty one. My pops had to do it here. And he had seven brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there there are no rich black people oh, back right. then. Yeah, you feel right. me? Like, that was a rough time. So I understand why he is the way he is. And I actually, I'm happy that a lot of things weren't given to me in life because mm-hmm. I don't think that I would have the same type of drive. And, you know, I wouldn't be the same person. I don't think so. you would have been able to get to lawyer school without yeah, having that me? mentality of having to know I got to get stuff yeah. on my own. Because you would have, had you been given everything yeah. in your life, you would have been in that position and been like, who gonna do this right for me? Right. Who gonna get this degree? For I would have thought it was gonna just fall in my lap. Exactly. Like, so. It's supposed to be given to me. You know what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. Deb, you're gonna get a rude awakening. And that may be why, like, some of the people, like I said, that was in school that I thought they come from presti- prestigious lawyer families and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then just your kid felling out of law school. Like, who saw that coming? You feel yeah. me? But, uh, you know, I guess they thought there was just destiny for them. Yeah, this, I'm really supposed tough. to have this. Like, you're not supposed to have nothing other than what you, you know, what you work for or whatever. Yeah, right. You know? Nothing's supposed to be given to you, so. What's, what's the question again? <laughs> um, My bad, we talking too much. Word, no, I know. We be, 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 Damn, my bad got caught up in them. Nah. Was it faith? How does faith? No, we no. just did that. Um, how do you overcome having a broke family? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, my, <laughs> that. That part. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get it together, my dog. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Yeah, I know. Good shit, man. I love the Andrew podcast. I had them in order and I read them out of order, so that's what they took. That's how you know we're really in deep thought. You know what I'm saying? We really paying attention. Yeah. It's perfect. That's setting. I think that. I think that for me, um, just uh, the broken mindset. I think definitely goes back to the family. Um, I had those those that instilled in me early moral moral principles, values. Um, on my father's side, which was like the Persian side of my family, they were very big on morals, principles, values. You know, judge people by color, mm-hmm. and then my mother not so much. You know, so I, I think you know, and even to have a little bit of respect. For her situation, but I think that I took a lot of her characteristics that probably caused me to go downhill. Um, in search of whatever she was searching for, I maybe felt like I needed it. I took some of that energy as well. But the thing about it is, I always had the the more like seventy percent of the morals and principles and values. So whenever I would go off, um, I I would feel it within myself. Like I, I was just stupid. You know, I think a lot of us, we, we want to experience. And then the thing about it is I experienced so much at a young age. It allowed me to, even at a young age now, I'm 30, but I feel like I, the wisdom that I gained from it um, allowed me to be rich in, in a mindset, mm-hmm. in a way of thinking. And, and um, I think that everyone has to get broken to get fixed because we come here in a spirit, as a spirit into another body and we're trying to like relive things with maybe our past and trying to overcompensate for maybe whatever we had in our past life and things like that. And we carry a lot of those things around. Then you start, and then not only that, energy is so powerful. We skip past it so much that you know, I always say to people, you know, you can have a man, a man that's a piece of shit, like he just all sorts of bad. He could be riding in the car with like a little girl, and the car get hit, and the girl die. And, and they're like, yo, there, why is there a God? Like, there's no God if this is happening. But that's the power of energy. Because his energy was so bad and so powerful that it hovered around her and it caused her to lose her life and things like that. Right. So you never know. Or it just was time. Mm-hmm. Whatever that it may look like. But right. I think that un- understanding is the key to everything. Understanding, why do people do this? Why does that person not value themselves? Why is it just no, no, understanding? Why is it like- yeah, just understanding. And then knowing that we don't come as people. and not, It doesn't, black, white, whatever, wherever you're from, like, we don't come, we're, we don't come from being poor. We're not supposed to be poor. God gives us everything that we need to be rich. Mm-hmm. You know, I have spiritual friends that are very spiritual and, 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 and struggle with finances. Mm-hmm. And then I have rich friends that are rich, but they struggle with the spiritual thing. Same. And I realize I've attracted both of them because I'm somewhere in the middle. middle. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and, exactly. And, but I love their souls and their spirits, and I'm, and, I, and I'm realizing God is showing me you have to learn how to bridge these two things. Because if you can bridge these two types of things with these people together, they realize once they come together, they we all have similarities. Exactly. We all are similar. Exactly. We all have similar. And it's really about who's going to go and who values themselves enough to go and push forth towards whatever it is that you want? What does it look like? What is it, you know? Right. I wanted to hit on one other thing. Like, um, I'm big on, like, observation, you feel me? So, 
Like where my dad's from, he's from a spot called Rockingham, North Carolina. It's like Richmond County or whatever. Small little country, like hood town, you yeah. feel me? So I used when I was younger, I used to want to hang out down there so bad. Me and my brother would go sneak off down there and be running around the hood, you know what I'm saying, all the time. They call up my dad, your, your son's down here, da-da-da-da-da, hanging out with the wrong people. But one of the biggest things um, that I learned about, you know, during that time in my life was that, like, sometimes your environment can be a trap, you know what I'm saying? So, it's a lot of people down there um, that are, you know, great athletes, and then they, I got cousins that were, you know, supposed to go D1, you know what I'm saying, full scholarship, but they wanted to, you know, be in the streets, because that's all they've seen being down there, and like, you know, other cousins that could have done, you know, really great things in life, but they didn't, because, you know, they wanted to stick around there, what they know, you know what I'm saying, what they've seen, They're, the person they're looking up to is the biggest, you know, biggest dope boy around, you right. feel me, like, that's the the hero from the hood, because he's the one kind of taking up care of people, blah, blah, blah. But it's bigger things in life than that, you know what I'm saying? So one of the things I, I had to, like, reflect on in life was, like, looking at that and noticing, like, that sometimes when you're stuck in a environment, that can be, like, hand-in-hand with having a broke mindset because you think this is all that's for you mm, in life, right. you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to know, like, like back to purpose I got a bigger purpose than this and like this may be my current situation but I have a bigger purpose so I think like that you know <clears throat> that involves having a broke mindset is thinking like oh I'm gonna go with easy or you know what I'm saying what I've seen other people do when I got I got plenty of cousins that's supposed to be in the NFL you know what I'm saying then there's people like like Melvin Ingram um plays for the Chargers he's from Richmond County he's one of the ones who you know, he got up out of there and did what he was supposed to do. I got cousins that went off to D1 schools and came back home a month later just because of that mentality. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's scared of progression. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, like, that was big on me, too, because that's all I wanted. I just wanted to hang out with them. I wanted to always be around them, be down there. And then I'm like, dang, like, don't nobody want to do nothing out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody just want to stay here. And it's great to be around family, but sometimes you got to, like, Figure out what's next for you. You gotta like dream outside of your circumstances. Yeah, and know that you like goes back to faith and confidence. Know that you yeah. can do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they are always like attached to like the people that was the best that we ever had around. Like I always would go like right under them just to like observe. Them. Like, I, I want to be. Too. I was around the best basketball <laughs> players, the best drug dealers, the best. Like I want to be around the best. I want to learn something. <laughs> be around the best. I feel. I was always around like the older, uh, See, older. A lot of people pride won't let them do that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because that goes back out. to the beginning of the conversation about the boss thing. It's like you can be, you don't, you can be, you can be without without Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan wouldn't have been the Michael Jordan. Right. And you look at Michael Jordan as the only yeah, boss. Like it wasn't. That situation. And not just Scottie, it was the whole right. thing. But they understood. That was the reason that was so beautiful is because you put a rook, you put a bishop that is going to be a king one day. Mm. But at that particular time, he played his position mm. as a rook. You put a pawn, you put a, a, a I said bishop already? Yeah. Or crook? <laughs> crook. Okay, so uh, crook, the castle. And then you got the dude who's playing in the perception eyes, the king. Right. You know, right. so they're all here to make sure that the king shines and he's protected. And all these pieces come together, but not knowing that. This piece is going to be a king one day. This piece is... Right. Michael Jordan is amazing, right? But I had issues with alcoholism the way it ended. 
Right. Him being in jail is just as bad. Right. Like, it's real too much. Right. So, I, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then now yeah, these yeah, other people, sure. Dennis Rodman is living a happy life. He's somewhere that, you know, Dennis Rodman, I mean, not Dennis Rodman, um, it's Pippin. Pippin, yeah. You know, living a happy life, whatever, you know? So, it could be, it, it, it might look like this person is this thing, but then over time, things change too. Mm-hmm. Right. So learning that position to master that shit while you there, like I, I know what it felt like to be the, the fry cook at McDonald's. I did it at fifteen. I was cooking fries at McDonald's. <laughs> I worked fast. You too. feel me? Like, <laughs> I know what that I, shit felt like. I think that comes with, like when people call somebody a boss, you definitely, um, and I always say like I, I'm the worker and the boss. Believe in that. A lot of my situations. Yeah. Believe like, that. One yeah. of the things I, another thing about Gianni, like I like how he can bring people together. To make you know his situation, um, you know, work. You know what I'm saying. He can not organize people, but he he brings the right energy and different people around him. For me, I always felt like I was kind of by myself doing a lot of stuff. So um, I've always been, and I know you your work. You do whatever work you gotta do too, Hell and yeah. you can be the boss. You feel me? Hell but for yeah. me, it's like I've always been the worker and the boss, and the like because yeah. it's like I've never really had a solid solid team around me. I might have one yeah. homeboy or whatever, yeah. like. Yeah. That's why I commend Nike so much. Like yeah. what he does for the whole situation, MSD or whatever. Like he, you know, he's the boss of what he, he does. Is. You right. know what I'm sure. saying? Right. Like, he's very, and now he's getting people under him. I would, you no, feel I'm me? Paying attention to I, would, him, I wish hey. I had now somebody. He, yeah. Like I'd be stealing him from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, yeah. When I can, Najee, Najee, Najee gets stole every day. <laughs> I'm like, yo, where you at? I gotta go hang a TV for fucking such and such. I'm like, okay, all right, holla at me when you done. Yeah, he's a boss. Like, he does I, his I shit. I think one good quality about a team of people that we surround ourselves with is um, I'm always going to call, I forgot who it's from, but it's, uh, you know, having individuals in your team who don't mind playing any part. So, mm-hmm. whether you travel, I go, I go grocery shopping, I go get hookah, I'm getting hookah. I gotta go get trash bags, I'm getting trash bags. Whatever I gotta do, right. he does it. Should work, I'm about to do it. Right. Right. He does so, it. And that's I don't a bit- the pride thing, don't really matter to me at all. Yeah. A, a, true, a true boss gotta know when to play his role and when not to play it. Like yeah. Role, so. yeah, yeah, it, it, it's interesting because like somebody like our, our, our other partner, um, Zeus, you know, Zeus is uh, he's got himself together and on on business tip. But, you know, it's so interesting. Like I'll, we one thing we really like love about each other is like in certain rooms, I know when to fall back and let him go. And then he knows when to fall back and let me. That's go. key. That's key. And, and it's like an unspoken language. That's so key. when we leave the room, I'll be like, yo. Bro, cause you know more about it, so I let you rock. You know what I'm saying, and and I think that shit is beautiful. It like, is. I, I, I never had like this. Now I'm starting to like have these type of people around me. Like, well, I know when to shut up and let him talk, and I know when it. And I notice people outside of it respect it, cause they like, oh, they have like a unspoken language. And, right, right. Of feng shui says says way more too. Yeah. Um. It's definitely working, and it's it's gonna work in our favor this year for sure. Um, yeah, I think this year is like the year of like execution. Like all the other years was like all these tests and figuring it out, figuring it out. And now it's like twenty twenty. We got the clear vision to execute and actually apply the action, apply the knowledge, apply the experiences, apply the trauma, apply everything that you went through. And really, just fully go go execute that vision, as as we all deserve. Even at the bullseye, all twenty twenty. Okay, tunnel vision, (laughs) straight tunnel vision. Um, so what um what legacy are you guys building with your boss vision? 
I got you, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, the word legacy makes me think of my grandmother. Uh, my grandmother came over here in the 70s, and I'm going to speed through it because I don't um, want to make it about me, but I have to paint the picture. Um, and and, and my, my grandfather that I never met cheated on my grandmother, and so she took my father, my uncle, and my aunt and left Iran in the time when they were going through the revolution, and she didn't mm. speak any English. So everyone was calling her crazy. You're crazy, Farouk. What are you doing? You don't know what you're doing. And she did it. You know, she had the, the balls to do that. You know, and I, me and her, she was a Pisces as well, and we just really, really like. I'm just so in sync with even her spirit when she's gone. Like, she's always around me. But I know if she wouldn't have did that, my father wouldn't be a business owner. Of and, and they and my aunt be one of the top dentists in North Carolina in the shortest span that a dentist mm-hmm. actually in the first woman mm-hmm. you know what I mean that had like first like um like type of equipment in the whole state that no one else had and then become the the teacher of the the UNC dental school and then open a nonprofit wake smiles that she funds out of her own pocket to pay for other people to get dental work done mm-hmm. like okay then in that own real estate all around Raleigh. Okay. They let's say they die. When they die, right? Then what's then what's left? My brother doesn't have children. My cousin, I only have one cousin here. And, and she's in California. She has no children. So it's me. You understand? So me, I have to be the one that has to operate in the same fashion that my grandmother operated. Every move that I've made, people think I'm fucking crazy, dog. At first, it's like, what is he doing? Whether it's being with a certain individual for this period of time and then dubbing the person because it doesn't make sense. But everyone at that time is like, yo, you tripping. And then they see, oh, shit. Oh, cuz know what he's doing. Right. Whether it's having right. these two children and then having another child. And then people are like, yo, why are you having another child? Like, bro, I've been seven years without having a child. So if I meet someone that I'm like, I, I, I want to have a child with this individual, I understand that it's like my legacy. I have to create it. Because what I'm doing right now is going to be able to, it's going to, my two, my three sons now, because I'm having a third son, mm-hmm. is going to be able to carry on the Jellicani last name. Because over there, it meant something. Over here, if mm-hmm. I didn't do anything in my grand, then you never heard of none of us, then fuck it. Right. But I know my ancestors and my bloodline and what I come from, I know I'm the person at this particular point that has to be the one to go to where they're going to call me crazy at first. They're going to think I'm whatever, but it's going to, my sons are going to be able to be like, you know, you understand? Absolutely. And that lets me know my grandmother left her (laughs) legacy in me, which will allow me to put into my children and then um, allow them to do the same thing. Because Martin Luther King didn't get to see his work. You understand? He fought for something that we're able to, so people that, that really like, did something, Rosa Parks, people that they didn't really get to see what they was fighting for. And that's the key is like, are you willing to die for the greater good of humanity to push the envelope forward? So for me, that's my legacy. I'm, I am uh, full speed ahead. I'm willing to uh, cut off any and every negative connotation in my life that doesn't make sense to this thing right here. And, and for me, that's, that's going to be my legacy. Um, well, for me, I don't have any kids yet. I yeah, mean, my bad. You know, when they not one day. kids. It's about my kids. Nah, one day, though, you feel me? Like, when I, when I meet the right person, you know, um, I plan to have kids. But, but right now, um, as far as my legacy, like I was saying about my family, man, like, 
my pops is um like one of the only people from the family that have like a um well one that's been through like you know graduate school doctorate school that has a professional career so like for me I just want to be able to show everybody because growing up my cousins know you know I've I've been into the same things they've been into, you know what I'm saying? I've been there with them, you know what I'm saying? I've been in the trenches with them before, and then I've been able to also, you know, go through school, do something different, like, so I want to be able to just really kind of break my family out of that mentality of, like, helplessness or, mm. you know, thinking that you just got to take what's given to you and just live with that and just, yeah. you know, because I, yeah. like, even with, like, my siblings, like, <clears throat> I'm the youngest, but I know my siblings look up to me in certain aspects. And my whole thing in life is just to be able to show people that if I can do it, you can do it too. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. If you put in the work and you, yeah. you do right. what you suppose. I feel like sometimes that gets confused when people say, if I can do it, you can, you do, can it do it too. too. If you put in the if work the same way. Work. Yeah, you know, so. At 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Right, morning, whatever. Yeah. So I just want my legacy to be known that, like, you know, um, you can overcome whatever you, you think that you stuck in. Like, mm. I just want the whole family to, to learn that and to just, you know, strive for it. Like, I know my pops, like, he had, I think in his will, he had something like, you know, this amount of money goes to my, um, to his whatever, like, you know, whoever uh, in the family that graduates college or whatever. And not saying that it's all about school. That's not what it's about. It's just like, Getting somebody to motivate to do something to different do something. instead right. of just like thinking I'm just here to just live life as it is. Like right. you know, you gotta you gotta make your situation better and and care about the people around you. And I also I've always wanted like generational wealth or you know like the family to be known for something because my family doesn't have the best um, you know best name like out there. Like everybody, my first cousin, Kingpin. You know what I'm saying? My other my other cousin. Went down on Kingpin statue, you know. Mm -hmm. I got I, my family is crazy. But you, you can be the like, you can be the person to change that though, right? Because a lot of these people, like you know, Jay, uh, you know, oh, any, yeah, they, yeah. these people didn't have didn't come from that either. Exactly. Like, so you can be that person exactly. to change. Because even let's just date back to things of people of royal families. Like there was somebody that had yeah. set it off. Like, yeah, it was doing yeah. Everyone else just, <laughs> right. just fell in line. Right. So that biggest thing for me, my legacy is just to, to show the younger, um, the younger people coming up that yo, you can do whatever you want to. Don't let nobody tell you you can't. Coming from a small town, a country area, right. whatever a poverty area, like do your thing. Focus on what what really makes you happy, and that's I mean that's where I'm at. Until I have kids, then you know my my legacy will be more <laughs> about, 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 about the children. It'll be more about them. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> And you know, we in our our generation too, um, this time period, we're breaking a lot of generational like mm, habits and curses and traditions and stuff like that. So the task is a little bit harder and more challenging for us than well, I won't even say more challenging or more difficult. It's just a different challenge. It's a different path. Um, yeah, I would say like my legacy that I'm just uh, wanting to leave is to have make a to make an imprint on people, um, and just really bringing like love and healing, like healing whether that was through my music, whether that was just through me showing up and being the best version of myself that mm -hmm. day to a stranger, whether that was like 
being vulnerable for someone who needed strength at a moment, just showing up in moments in life where I can make an imprint on someone and that they can take that small interaction and allow that interaction to help mold or shift them into their true enlightenment. And um, I just want to help heal our people and the world and everything, you know, just... That definitely touched me though, cause my family like we're not really. It's weird, like on my mom's side, like her father, growing up, like he's not the type. Like you might, we be leaving, right? We'd be like, all right, love you, grandpa. He'd be like, all right, see you later. Like he's mm-hmm. never said I love you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like we're not the biggest affectionate mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. and then it seems like whenever, like I was just telling my family, whenever something bad happens. We do all come together, but that shouldn't be the only time that we feel love. You right, know what I'm saying? Because right. for me, that's I definitely felt the love like with what I just went through. Like everybody dropped what they was doing, and it was like we gonna figure out whatever we gotta do to make sure he good. But I'm like, why can't we always be like that? Not just about me. You feel yeah. me? Just like well, all the way around. So that's something too. else. Like I feel like a lot of people in my family probably don't feel loved, and that may be why they, you know, they're alcoholics or drug addicts or whatever, whatever, because sometimes we don't have that bond in my family. We all love each other, but it's just not really expressed. And I know I, I that affects me as an adult because sometimes I don't know how to express my feelings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So that is something for my legacy, too. That was big when you said that. I just thought about that crazy yeah. again. Like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. Like, making, yeah, making an imprint... Um, Really just tapping into your power. And like we said earlier in the episode, you know, being a boss is not, oh, I got the fanciest car, I got the most money, I got the baddest females or hottest men, like, because, you know, ladies is bosses too. (laughs) But um, it's not about that. It's about the mindset and, and how you can help people, how you can help yourself, how you can put, how you can create opportunities for better positions with the environment you're in, with the energies that you're involved in. And, you know, just just making your imprint, leaving your legacy every day, um, you know, just, I lost my whole train of thought, <laughs> but uh, just, just, just staying true to you, building that legacy, leaving that imprint, and tapping into your power and what, what you're here to do, and not allowing anything to take you away from that. Know yourself, have confidence in yourself, love yourself. And, you know, be gentle with yourself through the process. Mm. And Being a boss is definitely a mindset. Yeah. A mindset. <laughs> be yeah. gentle with your body. Be, yes. Right. The yes. thing got to last you the whole life. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, last thing, too, because, you know, being a boss, you can't be a top boss if, if your health is not in line. And the true, right. true wealth comes from good health so if you're not keeping your mind your body that's missy food that she forgot so what's she gonna do with it <laughs> she's eating it tomorrow oh man i told leah well, she made that yeah see oh, yeah, i was told um some some good the, everything what? on the menu that you asked me about. Can I? Can you? He'd be having me ask if I could buy one of them off off of you. He'd be having me eating some crazy shit. Man. Yeah, I'm stepping man. out of my comfort zone with. with we went guy. to Garland. We took him to Garland. Yeah, hummus Garland. and shit. You don't like hummus? <laughs> it's my first time eating it. You gotta try my food. Yeah. You, yeah. You ever I, had, go ahead. I'm a I'm a text her. <laughs> yeah, text it. No, um, I re- I really wanna. I I'm serious about that. You know, when I was doing it, when I had started it, I was only interested in tasting. Cause I had had a couple different, mm. um, b- 
when you went out of town, I ended up doing with this other dude, and the food wasn't as it the flavor wasn't there as much as I liked it to be, mm-hmm. and I was going through like first off, I was going through bad withdrawals because just I totally cold turkey meat dog. Mm. I was going to Greensboro picking my kids up from school at this time too. Like I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I was like, yeah, every day I'm gonna pick them up from school. <laughs> like Johnny Super Dad, you know that shit. My my baby mom, she let me get the keys to the crib, so I bring him in the crib. I, he go in the room, start working his homework, bro. I'm on the couch like this, dog. I'm like, bro, I can't get up, bro. I feel sweating and shit. I'm like. I knew I was going through the transition, but I didn't have that good food to yeah. where it was an easy... I've, I've definitely noticed food affects your body you so much, oh. but I just haven't we fully, you know, got it together yet. Damn, but I, like, bro, like, I used to be a fast food... I, I, Chunky, yeah, me too. Yeah, me yo, too. I think twice before I go get some yeah. fast food, because I'm probably going to be... Jeez. After I eat it, I'm going to be tired as hell. Yeah. Like, uh, it'd be, I feel groggy. It'd be yeah. weird, yo. It's because, you know, weird, your, your stomach is a, um, we have like three brains, our, our brain, our heart, and our gut. So what you feeding your gut is going to play a big uh, role in your mood and how you feel. And that's why. Which is affects your brain. brain and another and sacrifice that's why, for me. Another, that's, and that's, <laughs> I really, my I, taste buds. Like, <laughs> like, like I, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you go <laughs> Oh, you go. <laughs> um, I would really like. I'm really into that. Like, I'm trying to. I'm not. I can't totally cold turkey the shit. But I tell you what, I have gotten better at like morning. I juice. Lunchtime, I do like kava, which is like a healthier. It's like a, a chipotle for Mediterranean, but healthier, mm. much healthier. Mm. Like, um. So that's the first step. Like, yo, I'm not fucking with like pizza and shit. Like yeah, I, I used to. Shit. You know what I mean? Like the bull bull shit. Like. But I, I want to, like, I fuck with shit, like, because it tastes good. Like, I had some of her stuff before, and I was I shocked. I was shit, shocked. I used to be a super picky eater, but I think since I got older, like, I be trying. Start fucking that. with me. Yeah. People, All right, I be yeah, having yeah, some yeah, weird ass shit. Every time. We're not going to eat nowhere regular out of yeah. town. We can't keep yeah. eating chi- oh, yeah, nah, chicken tenders yeah. and fries yeah. at every <laughs> new restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah my kids be on that. <laughs> like, yo, we had a Chinese restaurant. Let me get some chicken tenders. <laughs> like, no, Kaden. Get something. No, Kaden will try it. Carson, Carson. Carson don't fuck with nothing except chicken. <laughs> what? What is the? Is it different ones? Same ones? Can, yeah. we, can we bust <laughs> it down? Hey, look, that hey, look I ain't gonna hold you. I'm happy. Car. This is my yeah, only Carla. friend that is so thrilled that he's about to have a child. Yeah. yeah. I, love, I love your that energy, is man. A motherfucker. Look, like, he called me. He was like, yo, man, I hope it's a girl, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna change me, bro. Uh, no. I was, I was no, upset. No, no. You know, I wanted to. Well, I, I was texting him. He ain't respond. I said, damn. Because yeah. <laughs> I just said, I was done. Like, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I'll text you later. Oh, wait. Let's do an outro real quick. Can we start talking about food? <laughs> just tell them y'all social, uh, social media how they can. Yeah. Hold on. So, wrapping it up, um, we got we got a little sidetracked to talking about food. No about social food. You can hear from me. Anyways, um, we had a good podcast. Wrapping it up now. I want you guys to just give y'all your social so y'all can stay tapped in with them. And, yeah. Yeah, so to follow me, um, call me 555. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's at I am Gianni, J-I-A-A-N-I. And I really just rock with it. Oh, on YouTube, on YouTube, you, oh, oh. <laughs> on YouTube, you can search me on YouTube, uh, Gianni, J-I-A-A-N-I, what's up, what else? And your music, what's the, what's the, the YouTube is actually I am Okay, check your music out. My music is, if you want to Google <laughs> me. So my music is, yeah, Google me. Nah, my music is on uh, T 
title, iTunes, any streaming sites, and you can just search my name, Gianni, J-I-A-A-N-I. Um, and on YouTube, I was just informed um, that my page is I am Gianni Stanley for Instagram. Mm, okay. That part. So you won't get confused. Okay. Yep. Let know. And I, I pretty much only rock with um, Instagram. My Instagram is Cavalli underscore ESQ. Cavalli is C-A-V-A-L-I underscore ESQ because people like to mess it up. So I'm going to just spell it for you. <laughs> and if you want to find my website, um, www.thecovingtonlaw.com. Last point, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the back. That's the back. The back room on that. <laughs> all, all artists. If you need an entertainment lawyer to get you right, call at Gianni. Call call Gianni. Gianni. <laughs> 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 shout out to we had we had uh, the legal shooter. My IG is uh, the legal shooter. T H E spelled normal, no hood shit. Legal, L-E-G-A-L, shooter, S-H-O-T-E-R, and I do everything. You do everything. I was just about to say that. Whatever you need, I'm going to lay pipes, and I'm going to paint your walls. Damn. All right. Leaving a legacy? Yeah, I'm legacy. He's leaving a legacy. All right. Thank y'all. Peace. Okay, come on. Woo! Oh, my God. Good.